0: Rosmer's home from mr punch's pocket ibsen this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org mr punch's pocket ibsen by f anstey prefatory note the concluding piece pill doctor herdal is as the observant reader will instantly perceive rather a reverent attempt to tread in the footprints of the norwegian dramatist than a version of any actually existing masterpiece the author is conscious that his imitation is painfully lacking in the mysterious obscurity of the original that the vein of allegorical symbolism is thinner throughout than it should be and that the characters are not nearly so mad as persons invariably are in real life but these are the faults inevitable to apprentice Hand, and he trusts that due allowances may be made for them by the critical. In conclusion, he wishes to express his acknowledgments to Messrs. Bradbury and Agnew, for their permission to reprint the present volume, the contents of which made their original appearance in the pages of Punch. Rosmersholm Madame Helseth read by Rebecca Read by elizabeth clatt
1: kroll read by james callahan
0: rosmer read by christine g narrated by elizabeth clatt act first sitting room at rosmer's home with a stove flower stand windows ancient and modern ancestors doors and everything handsome about it rebecca west is sitting knitting a large antimacassar which is nearly finished now and then she looks out of a window and smiles and nods expectantly to some one outside madam helseth is laying the table for supper rebecca folding up her work slowly but tell me precisely what about this white horse smiling quietly lord forgive you miss fetching cruet stand and placing it on the table but you're making fun of me no indeed nobody makes fun at rosmer's home Mr. Rosmer would not understand it. Shutting window. Ah, here is Rector Kroll. Opening door. You will stay to supper, will you not, Rector, and I will tell them to give us some little extra dish. Kroll, hanging up his hat in the hall.
1: Many thanks.
0: Wipes his boots. May I come in? Comes in, puts down his stick, sits down, and looks about him.
1: And how do you and Rosmer get on together, eh?
0: ever since your sister beata went mad and jumped into the mill-race we have been as happy as two little birds together after a pause sitting down in armchair so you don't really mind my living here all alone with rosmer we were afraid you might perhaps
1: why how on earth on the contrary i shouldn't object at all if you
0: looks at her meaningly hm for shame rector how can you make such jokes
1: jokes we do not joke in these parts But here's Rosmer.
0: Enter Rosmer, gently and softly.
2: So, my dear old friend, you have come again, after a year's absence? Sits down. We almost thought that.
1: So Miss West was saying. But you're quite mistaken. I merely thought I might remind you, if I came, of our poor Beata's suicide. So I kept away. We Norwegians are not without our simple tact.
2: It was considerate, but unnecessary, Reb. I mean, Miss West— and i often allude to the incident do we not
0: oh yes indeed lighting lamp whenever we feel a little more cheerful than usual
1: you dear good people
0: wanders up the room
1: i came because the spirit of revolt has crept into my school a secret society has existed for weeks in a lower 3rd Today it has come to my knowledge that a bibby trap was prepared for me by the hand of my own son loritz and i then discovered that a hair had been inserted in my cane by my daughter hilda The only way in which a right-minded schoolmaster can combat this anarchic and subversive spirit is to start a newspaper, and I thought that you, as a weak, credulous, inexperienced and impressionable kind of man, were the very person to be the editor.
0: Rebecca laughs softly as if to herself. (laughs) Rosmer jumps up and sits down again. Rebecca, with a look at Rosmer. Tell him now. Rosmer, returning the look. I can't some other evening. Well, perhaps—' To Kroll.
2: I can't be your editor, because—I—I I
0: am on the side of Loritz and Hilda. Kroll, looking from one to the other, gloomily. <laughs> yes.
2: Since we last met, I have changed my views. I am going to create a new democracy, and awaken it to its true task of making all the people of this country noblemen, by freeing their wills, and purifying their minds.
1: What do you mean?
2: Takes up his hat. Rosmer, bowing his head. I don't quite know, my dear friend. It
0: was Reb. I should say Miss Wester's scheme. (laughs) A suspicion appears in his face.
1: Now I begin to believe what Beata said about schemes. No matter, but under the circumstances I will not stay to supper.
0: Takes up his stick
2: and walks out. I told you he would be annoyed. I shall go to bed now i don't want any supper
0: he lights a candle and goes out presently his footsteps are heard overhead as he undresses rebecca pulls a bell-rope to madam halseth who enters with dishes no mr rosmer will not have supper to-night perhaps he is afraid of the nightmare there are so many sorts of white horses in this world lord lord that miss west the things she does say Rebecca goes out through the door, knitting antimacassar thoughtfully as curtain falls. Act Second Rosmer's Study Doors and Windows, Bookshelves, A Writing Table Door with Curtain leading to Rosmer's Bedroom. Rosmer discovered in a smoking jacket, cutting a pamphlet with a paper knife. There is a knock at the door. Rosmer says, Come in. Rebecca enters in a morning wrapper and curl papers. She sits on a chair close to Rosmer and looks over his shoulder as he cuts the leaves. Rector Kroll is shown up. Kroll lays his hat on the table and looks at Rebecca from head to foot.
1: I really am afraid that I'm in the way.
0: Because I am in my morning wrapper and curl papers. You forget that I am emancipated, Rector Kroll. She leaves them and listens behind curtain in Rosmer's bedroom.
2: Yes, Miss West and I have worked our way forward in faithful comradeship.
0: Kroll shakes his head at him slowly.
1: So I perceive. Miss West is naturally inclined to be forward, but I say, really, you know. However, I came to tell you that poor Beata was not as mad as she looked, though flowers did bewilder her so.
0: Takes off his gloves meaningly.
1: She jumped into the mill-race because she had an idea that you ought to marry Miss West.
0: Rosmer jumps half up from his chair. I? Marry? Miss West?
2: my good gracious krol i don't understand it is most
0: incomprehensible looks fixedly before him how can people looks at him for a moment then rises will you get out still quiet and self-restrained but first tell me why you never mentioned this before
1: why because i thought you were both orthodox which made all the difference now i know that you side with laurets and hilda and mean to make the democracy into nobleman and accordingly i intend to make it hot for you and my paper good morning
0: he slams the door with spite as rebecca enters from bedroom you in my bedroom you have been listening there
2: but you are so emancipated ah well so our pure and beautiful friendship has been misinterpreted bespattered just because you were a morning wrapper and have lived here alone for a year people with coarse souls and ignoble eyes make unpleasant remarks but what really did drive beata mad why did she jump into the mill-race i am sure we did everything we could to spare her i made it the business of my life to keep her in ignorance
0: of all our interests didn't i now you did but why brood over it what does it matter get on with your great beautiful task dear approaching him cautiously from behind winning over minds and wills and creating noblemen you know joyful noblemen rosmer walking about restlessly as if in thought
2: yes i know i have never laughed in the whole course of my life we rosmers don't and so i felt that spreading gladness and light and making the democracy joyful was properly my mission but now I feel too
0: upset to go on, Rebecca, unless— Shakes his head heavily. Yes, an
2: idea has just occurred to me.
0: Looks at her and then runs his hand through his hair. Oh, my goodness. No, I can't. He leans his elbows on table. Be a free man to the full, Rosmer. Tell me your idea.
2: I don't know what you will say to it. It's this. Our platonic comradeship was all very well while i was peaceful and happy now that i am bothered and badgered i feel why i can't exactly explain but i do feel that i must oppose a new and living reality to the gnawing memories of the past i should perhaps explain that this is the equivalent to an ibsenian proposal
0: rebecca catches at the chair-back with joy how at last arise at last but what am i about am i not an emancipated enigma puts her hands over her ears as if in terror what are you saying you mustn't i can't think what you mean go away do be the
2: new and living reality it is the only way to put beata out of the saga shall we try it
0: never do not do not ask me why for i haven't a notion but never Nods slowly to him and rises white horses would not induce me now you know she goes out rosmer sits upstairs thunderstruck at the stove and says to himself well i am quick curtain act three sitting-room at rosmer's home sun shining outside in the garden inside rebecca west is watering a geranium with a small watering pot her crochet antimacassar lies in the armchair. Madame Helseth is rubbing the chairs with furniture polish from a large bottle. Enter Rosmer with his hat and stick in his hand. Madame Helseth corks the bottle and goes out to the right. Good morning, dear. A moment after, crocheting. Have you seen Rector Crowle's paper this morning? There's something about you in it. Oh, indeed. Puts down hat and stick and takes up paper. Hmm. Reads, THEN WALKS ABOUT THE ROOM. Kroll HAS
2: MADE IT HOT FOR ME.
0: Read SOME MORE.
2: Oh, this is too bad. Rebecca, they do say such nasty spiteful things. They actually call me a renegade. And I can't think why. They mustn't go on like this. All that is good in human nature will go to ruin if they're allowed to attack an excellent man like me.
0: Only think if I can make them see how unkind they have been. Yes, dear in that you have a great and glorious object to attain, and I wish you may get it. Thanks. I think I shall. Happens to look through window, and jumps. Ah, no. I shan't. Never now. I've just seen— Not the white horse, dear. We must really not overdo that white horse. No, the mill-race, where Beata— Puts on his hat,
2: takes it off again. I'm beginning to be haunted by— "'No, I don't mean the horse, by a terrible suspicion that Beata may have been right after all. Yes, I do believe, now I come to think of it, that I must really have been in love with you from the first. Tell me your opinion.'
0: Rebecca, struggling with herself and still crocheting. "'Oh, I can't exactly say. Such an odd question to ask me.' Rosmer shakes his head. "'Perhaps.
2: I have no sense of humour. No respectable Norwegian has.' and i do want to know because you see if i was in love with you it was a sin and if i once convinced myself of that
0: wanders across the room oh these old ancestral prejudices here is your hat and your stick too go and take a walk Rosmer takes hat and stick first then goes out and takes a walk presently madame helseth appears and tells rebecca something rebecca tells her something they whisper together Madam Helseth nods and shows in Rector Kroll, who keeps his hat in his hand and sits on a chair.
1: I merely called for the purpose of informing you that I consider you an artful and designing person, but that on the whole, considering your birth and moral antecedents, you know.
0: Nods at her.
1: It's not surprising.
0: Rebecca walks about, wringing her hands.
1: Why, what is the matter? Did you really not know that you had no right to your father's name? I had no idea you would mind my mentioning such a trifle.
0: I do mind i am an emancipated enigma but i retain a few little prejudices still i don't like owning to my real age and i do prefer to be legitimate and after your information of which i was quite ignorant as my mother the late mrs Gomvick, never once alluded to it i feel i must confess everything strong-minded advanced women are like that here is rosmer rosmer enters with his hat and stick Rosmer, I want to tell you and Rector Kroll a little story. Let us sit down, dear, all three of us. They sit down mechanically on chairs. A long time ago. Before the play began. In Ibsenite dramas all the interesting things somehow do happen before the play begins. But, Rebecca, I know all this. Kroll looks hard at her.
1: Perhaps I had better go.
0: No, I will be short. This was it. I wanted to take my share in the life of the new era, and march onward with Rosmer. There was one dismal, insurmountable barrier. To Rosmer, who nods gravely. Beata. I understood where your deliverance lay, and I acted. I drove Beata into the mill-race. There. Hmm. Well, Kroll
2: takes up his hat if you're thinking of walking home i'll go too i'm going to be orthodox once more after this
1: a nice sort of young woman you are
0: both go out hastily without looking at rebecca now i have done it i wonder why pull's bell rope madam helseth i have just had a glimpse of two rushing white horses bring down my hair trunk enter madam helseth with large hair trunk as curtain falls act four late evening rebecca west stands by a lighted lamp with a shade over it packing sandwiches etc in a reticule with a faint smile the antimacassar is on the sofa enter rosmer rosmer seeing the sandwiches etc sandwiches then you are going why on earth i can't understand dear you never can rosmer's home is too much for me But how did you get on with Kroll? We have made it up. He
2: has convinced me that the work of ennobling men was several sizes too large for me.
0: So I am going to let it alone. Rebecca, with her faint smile. There I almost think, dear, that you are wise. What?
2: So you don't believe in me either, Rebecca? You never did.
0: Sits listlessly on chair. Not much, dear, when you are left to yourself. But I've another confession to make.
2: What, another? I really can't stand any more confessions just now.
0: Rebecca, sitting close to him. It is only a little one. I bullied Beata into the mill-race because of a wild, uncontrollable... Rosmer moves uneasily. Sit still, dear. Uncontrollable fancy. For you. Rosmer goes and sits on sofa. Oh, my goodness, Rebecca. You mustn't, you know. He jumps up and down, as if embarrassed. Don't be alarmed, dear, it is all over now. After living alone with you in solitude, when you showed me all your thoughts without reserve, little by little somehow the fancy passed off. I caught the Rosmer view of life badly, and dullness descended on my soul as an extinguisher upon one of our northern dips. The Rosmer view of life is ennobling, very, but hardly lively. And I've more yet to tell you. "'Isn't that enough for one evening?' "'No, dear. "'I have a past.
2: "'Behind me.' "'Behind you? "'How strange. "'I had an idea of that sort already.' "'Starts as if in fear.' "'A joke! "'Ah, no! "'No! "'I must not give way to that. "'Never mind the past, Rebecca. "'I once thought that I had made the grand discovery that "'if one is only virtuous, one will be happy.' I see now it was too daring, too original, an immature dream. What bothers me is that I can't, somehow I can't, believe entirely in you. I am not even sure that I have ennobled you so very much. Isn't it terrible?
0: Rebecca, wringing her hands. Oh, this killing doubt. Looks darkly at him. Is there anything I can do to convince you? Rosmer, as if impelled to speak against his will. "'Yes,
2: one thing. Only I am afraid you wouldn't see it in the same light, and yet I must mention it. It is like this. I want to recover faith in my mission, in my power to ennoble human souls. And, as a logical thinker, this I cannot do now, unless—
0: well, unless you jump into the mill-race, too, like Beata.' rebecca takes up her antimacassar with composure and puts it on her head anything to oblige you rosmer springs up what you really will you are sure you don't mind done rebecca
2: i will go further i will even go yes as far as you go yourself
0: rebecca bows her head toward his breast you will see me off thanks now you are indeed an ibsenite smiles almost imperceptibly i said as far as you go i don't commit
2: myself further than that
0: shall we go first tell me this are you going with me or am i going with you a subtle psychological
2: point but we do not have time to think it out here we will discuss it
0: as we go along come rosmer takes his hat and stick rebecca her reticule with sandwiches they go out hand in hand through the door which they leave open the room as is not uncommon with rooms in norway is left empty then madame helseth enters through another door the cab miss not here looks out out together at this time of night upon my not on the garden seat looks out of window my goodness, what is that white thing on the bridge? <gasps> the horse at last! Oh! And those two sinful creatures running home. Enter Rosmer and Rebecca out of breath.
2: It's no use, Rebecca. We must put it off till another evening. We can't be expected to jump off a footbridge which already has a white horse on it. And if it comes to that, why should we jump at all? i know now that i really have a noble you which was all i wanted what would be the good of recovering faith in my mission at the bottom of a mill pond no rebecca lays his hand on her head there is no judge over us and therefore
0: we will bind ourselves over in our own recognizances to come up for judgment when called upon Madame Halsith holds on to a chair back rebecca finishes the antimacassar calmly as curtain falls END OF ROSMER'S HOME